Circle, you know, the podcast that brings you inspiring stories from the minds of successful business leaders and also entrepreneurs. You know, today I have um, someone who's gonna we're gonna be discussing the topic of navigating the challenges of entrepreneurship and also uncovering the secrets to their success. So, for this episode, I have um, a great entrepreneur, a business leader, and um, should I call you a PR specialist? Yes, it's fine. <laughs> okay, PR specialist. So today I have um, Timile Mbelo, Big Timmy. He's, um, just like I said, I can't even introduce him enough because he has a lot of his portfolio. His, um, his portfolio is quite huge. He's uh, Forbes 30 under 30, you know, and he has a big portfolio. I think he will be the best person to introduce himself because he has a big portfolio. I, I can't say it all too big. So can you share um, a little bit about your background and journey as an entrepreneur before we dive into the topic for today? Yes, definitely. So um, first of all, my name is Tim Lane Bello. I'm a public relations executive. Um, I'm also the founder of Media Panache um, Niger- in Nigeria, as well as in the United States. Um, so the company itself is a tech, tech and digital driven, you know, PR agency. Um, and actually, before I even started the company, I've been working as an image consultant for, I'd say, over over twelve years, right? Like since twenty twelve, right? And I'm very skilled when it comes to like, you know, annual PR, product launch, creative strategy, media relations, crisis management, you know, digital media marketing. You know, so I'm highly skilled in, in all of those um, services. And also my company itself, you know, we boast different clients in the financial, entertainment, and corporate industry. Um, in, in Nigeria, we've worked with Jobberman, Tetra Park West Africa, Google Host, Simplified Corporate Logistics, Jumia Food. Um, and then we've also done different concerts, like name it, Bonner Boy Live in Concert, David Live in Concert. I definitely go live in concert, kids that know live in concert. Um, and we also helped businesses launch as well. Um, Bed King, you know, we launched um, the, the betting company in Liberia. We also helped with the announcement of JJ Okosha as the brand ambassador. Uh, we've worked with um, Novartis, um, which is a very, very big, um, you know, company across the world. Um, you know, <laughs> I can't remember how everyone that we've worked, but we really worked with, you know, different people. Uh, but before I got here, you know, I I finished um, you know college from Lagos University. I studied theater arts, and um, uh, and then I went ahead to just fell in love with marketing and public relations. And I'm also a member of like the Nigerian Nigerian um, I think we call it NIPR, which is Nigerian Institute of Public Relations, as well as the Public Relations Consultants Association of Nigeria. And also, just doing all of these, I've also received, you know, numerous recognition, nominations, and awards. Um, twenty twenty one Forbes Thirty Under Thirty list. Um, I won twenty twenty, you know, Young Peer Practitioner of the Year. 
I won 2017 Future Awards for Media Enterprise. I was named one of the top 25 innovators in Europe, Middle East, and Africa. Um, I also won the fast rising PR Partition of the Year. Uh, I think it's just a lot of achievement, but I, you know, and I, I also, <laughs> yeah, and I'm also a motivational speaker. Just really, you know, I like I like to teach young people, um, you know, on how to use social media effectively um, in this contemporary age, um, and also help you know small businesses build a business empire online and offline. But I'll say I'll copy there, right? Uh, and then my skills also extend from being a PR executive. Um, I'm also, you know, technical project manager. I work with numerous companies across the US to to finish all of their amazing tech projects. So, yeah, that's the summary about talking about motivation. So, what motivated you to embark on the path of um, the path of um, entrepreneurship? Honestly, I think what motivated me was just the zeal to be successful and that came from like a conference that i attended back in 2013. um god, god really blessed the soul of the late miles Monroe. um you know miles Monroe was invited to lagos to come just inspire people to become successful leaders and i was present at the event you know and just listening to him speak right he, I, I I took from that conference the zeal to be successful, and I didn't I didn't say I wanted to become a job straight away. I wanted to take that energy, take that vibe, to work for other organization, you know, which I did with all my heart. I did it wholeheartedly, and after doing that, you know, for like two years, three years, I was like, you know what? I think I've done enough. Like I've, I've done amazing stuff for this company. You know, hmm. they, they can rely on me for stuff and things like that. But I was I told myself that I think I'm in the best place to actually be an entrepreneur myself. You know, and that's when I started my company, Media Panache. Um, and you know, which I wasn't I, I would I wasn't saying that I was a skilled entrepreneur. I was not a skilled entrepreneur. I know the work. I, I know what it takes to, you know, be a peer executive. I, I know my work, I know it very well. But was I really an entrepreneur? Maybe no, because I had to learn you know, I I had to learn on the go. I had to learn, you know, what it takes to be an entrepreneur. I had to learn how to run a company. I had to learn how to manage people. I had to learn. And I, I didn't learn all of this in just one single day. I learned it while doing it, right? So that was how I got here. Or that was what motivated me to become, you know, an entrepreneur. Just the zeal to be successful. Um, the zeal to inspire other people the zeal to you know to lead other things was what actually brought you know brought me here no that's that's so what are the diff, you know the biggest challenges you face while building your your business especially in in africa yes so i, I can i can i can say that right but before i answer that question i'm gonna tell you that you face challenges in life whether you're running the business or not whether you're working for someone or you're getting married, or you're just living life. Like, life itself is full of challenges. Just like there are spectacular and unique challenges when it comes to a certain area and industry, which is like one in the business, you know. But the good thing is that one thing a leader must have, and if you're hearing this podcast, I want to believe that you're a leader, right? One thing that you must have is you have to have perseverance. 
Okay. <laughs> but you know, there'll be challenges and you must learn to you must have perseverance. And then what is perseverance? You're gonna ask me like perseverance is really getting up after you fall down, right? Every successful person is a result of getting back up. You know, and and once you have that, then you go into business and you face challenges. But because you already have perseverance, then you you know you come out of those challenges. One of the biggest challenges ever that you face as an entrepreneur that I face personally, I don't know if you're gonna face the same challenge anyway, will be that you know I had the challenges of even hiring the right people. You know, mm. I was very I was very involved. Yeah, I was very emotional with my hiring. You know, when people tell me their stories on Instagram, hi, Timmy, I see that you have a company, you know, do you, uh, I, I know how to do this, I can learn. Oh, sure, you know. I just said, oh, sure, 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 let's talk. You know, and then I had them from, from that, you know, like, like, even if they don't have the skills, I, I usually believe in cultivating talent, right? I usually believe that. But sometimes, again, if you also want to run a successful business, if you, if you want to cultivate talent, you also have to have people that are also very experienced with what they do. So I felt like I was cultivating talent. And then by the time they get to where I want them to be, then they want, they want to leave. Mm. So, yeah. So imagine hiring someone who is an intern and then you train the person on how to become a solid PR executive, you know, and, and it took mm. you about one to two years to do that. And after you've mm. done that, it says, oh, Timmy, thank you so much. I'm leaving. Wow. Right. That's a challenge, right? That's a gap, you know. And I, and I kept on having this gap over and over again. You know, I kept on having this gap over and over again because there was something wrong with, you know, the way we were hiring. So that's number one challenge. Number two challenge is the economy. The economy wasn't even favorable. Like, it was not favorable at all. You know, there is no power, electricity, there is nothing, you know. So as a young entrepreneur starting out, I had to manage all of these, you know, expenses. I had to make it that, you know, we have gas to put in the generator, you know, I, I can pay for internet. So the, the overhead cost was just a lot. It was just a lot. And, and then the other challenge is even, even housing, you know, when we rented as an office space, you know, the landlords don't really care, right? So you had to do all of the things by yourself. You had to, you know, switch up the house to how it used to be, to how you want your office to look like. So you're spending so, so there were just so many challenges. And the, the biggest challenge for me was that we we're also young people. Hmm. Now, PR, as you know it, a lot of people that do PR or that their own PR agencies are very mature people, um, way older, highly experienced people. Um, so you're coming to contest with people who are highly experienced, and then you're a young person. You know, I remember, I remember when they added me to the WhatsApp group of PR folks in Nigeria, mm -hmm. and I was the youngest. So going to win businesses with older people who are more connected than you, who, who are more experienced than you, right? It's, it's a lot of challenge. So at that point in time, what you bring to the table is your high, very high skills and the fact that you've enacted things successfully for other people. So that is what you bring to the table. 
So honestly, those times, I can summarize it that there were challenges. I had to walk through it. I had to fall down. I had to get up again, you know, mm. and, and, and that's it. That's, that's like, just like a challenge that I can remember right now. But part of the way that I was able to, you know, um, to prepare these challenges and overcome those challenges, right, was to also be a good listener, right? I was bombarding myself with so many books. I was watching so many videos of not to give up because those are big challenges that can even make you give up your dream, you know? And I was also listening to people, like all those people who are my competitors, I also learn from them. I speak with them. I go to their offices. I get feedback from them. I hear how they do things. I was able to learn what they're doing, have that knowledge, and also use that as an advantage for myself as I'm moving forward, right? And then there's this thing that says that, you know, when you talk, you learn what you know. But when you listen, you learn what the other man knows. And then when you're in the midst of great people, don't talk, but ask questions. So and that's what I was doing at that time. <laughs> I was just asking questions <laughs> because I needed a question. In fact, I met the, the I met um, you know um, Mr. Yenade Kone who runs a big PR company in Nigeria. I spoke to him, asked him question. I met the CEO of MTV. I asked him how we started and the challenges that he faced. I was just listening to all these people because I needed all those motivation to stay fired up to be successful. So I'm, I'm going to leave it there so that we can drop on other other questions. All right. So what role would you say mentorship played in your entrepreneurial journey? Um, mentorship is really key. Like, mentorship is really, really key. Like, you need, you need to have mentors, you know. Um, like, I, like I also mentioned earlier when I was answering the other question, I had to meet people to ask them questions. And those are the people that I consider my mentors, you know. Those are people that I consider that they can share their life stories with me. Or think Miles Murray, for example. And you don't, you don't even have to have mentors in human. You can have mentors through books, right? You can read their books. You can be mm-hmm. at the conferences, you know. Mm-hmm. And for me, like Miles Murray coming to Lagos, teaching us 10 principles of how to become successful, teaching us how to know what the purpose is, what our passion is, you know, planning principles, um, people, you know, persistence, patience, perseverance, posterity, uh, and prayer. Like, if I, if I didn't sit at that conference to learn all these 10 principles, I don't even know what was going to, what was going to happen to me you know, in the nearest future. Just being there alone, you know, I was like, man, this is it. Wow. This is it. You know, so mentorship is really, really key. You have to, and I know what mentors do to you. They multiply to your dreams. You know, having the right mentor is also important. You have to choose people that will have value to your life. People that will multiply, you know, multiply to your dream. Mm. You know, and even a book can be the best friend in your life because books are also good people, you know. So <laughs> that's just what it is. So for me, mentorship is really, really key. Um, it, it gives me that role to be able to uh, to ask tough questions and get responses based on experience, mm-hmm. you know, because that's what you use to actually move forward. So I really advise anyone listening to this podcast right now to get a mentor, get one mentor, or get two mentors. Have meetings with them maybe monthly or every other month, um, you know, and also look out for books. 
look out for inspiring videos on YouTube that you can watch. You know, you can, you can, you can, you can have, like, it's not a must, like, you can have methods anywhere. You know, it could be true books, it could be true a TV show, it could be true whatever. So look out for those things, you know, and then let those things inspire you. Let those things multiply your dreams. Let those things help you, you know, stay fired up for the success that is awaiting, you know, that is awaiting for you in the future. That's, that's, that's a great view. Success. So I want to ask, you know, this better question that a lot of people used to miss out. And I'm, I want to ask here as a PR um, executive and, uh, and an entrepreneur. So how would you define success as an entrepreneur? So, and, mm. you know, that's, that's the first question. That's, that's as a then, how would you define success as an entrepreneur? So as your definition of success evolve over time, because I feel like the way you define success when you started might be different from how you see it right now. So that's another question I would love to ask. Um, probably if you can share. I think success is personal to people. So, so everybody have their definition of success. You know, mm. um, if 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 I go to the gym, if you see me at the gym and I see you at the gym, my goal for coming to the gym or my purpose for coming to the gym might be different from your own purpose for coming to the gym. My purpose for coming to the gym might be that I'm good the way I am, very stable, cool, you know, and then your purpose for coming to the gym is, you know, you want to have more muscle, you, have to, you want to have more lean muscles and all that. Now, by the time we, you know, we, we do this gym thing for a year, if we ask an outsider, that oh so these people have been going to the gym who do you think is more successful they'll pick you because you look more ft you have more muscle and then they will tell me that oh i, I don't see any changes in your body hmm. right and to them that's a definition of success because they can see but me personally I know that my, I was successful at going to the gym because my goal for the gym was to be the way I am, not to increase in fact, to just maintain the same because I, I feel like I, I love my body the way it is. So I'm successful at that point. So for me, my success is sort of tied to my purpose. What is the reason that I'm doing this thing? Why am I setting up Media Panache, for example? My, my, my purpose for starting the company was to do excellent work by young people, excellent communication work by young people. I was also to have a room where we'll have a lot of young people. So my, my, so those are my, my justification for success, right? So every time I'm driving towards that goal, you know, so I tied my success to the purpose, why I'm doing it. So that's my definition of purpose. That, that, that's my own definition of success. I'll give an example. For, for example, when, you know, when God designed um, seed, most of the seed that God designed is to be, success, to, to be successful to, be, to become trees, right? And then you have to put the seed into the soil and then pour water and then sunlight and then the, the seed will succeed. So it's the same way I see that my my own you know my own purpose is something, and then there are so many things I have to do in order to achieve that purpose. So I'll say that success is very 
personal. Um, that notion of success is, you know, I've launched this company. In fact, as I am right now, if I say I'm not doing it again, you know, like mm-hmm. I'll say, man, I'm successful because I've achieved everything I wanted to achieve mm-hmm. for doing that stuff, like for starting that company. I've actually, and I, and I did that in, I felt like after three years, I was fulfilled because I didn't really have a money goal. Some people have like good money goals and all that with their company and all that. But for me, it wasn't about the money. I was, I had other things that I was using as my, you know, success metrics, which is what I was following. And when I was doing that, the money was coming. But of course, as businesses, you also have to have like, you know, uh, revenue metrics and all that to show that you know, business is functioning well and all that. So, but my, what I'm trying to drive at is that success is personal. Know what your purpose is and then tie that to your success. And it's so personal to you and you're the only one that can say, you know, what success means to you. So that's where, that's how I'm going to answer that question. All right. How important is having a clear vision and mission for your business? Yeah, I think having a vision and purpose is really important. Um, for me, I looked at it, right? I, want, I wanted to build something. I said, what am I going to build? There's so many PR agencies in Nigeria. How do I want to stand out? And then I spoke to a friend of mine who came up with the name Panache. And if you look at the word Panache, it means stylish, it means original, it means very confident. Now, in our own brain, we had said that we are building a company that is stylish, sexy, original, very confident, young, vibrant, and it, 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 it even reflects in even our name of what we're bringing to the table. So I don't have to explain too much. Somebody asks me, oh, what's your company about? Oh, we are, you know, I'll use the, the meaning of the name, Panache, to explain what my company is. So we used all that and incorporated that into finessing all the innovative approaches when it comes to PR and marketing and creative ideas to, you know, to astound our clients. So that's what we've done. And then, and then we said, okay, what is our vision? You have to write a vision. So our vision could be, you know, was that we wanted to become the world-leading tech and digital-driven, you know, public and social relations agency. So that's, that's our vision. And then our mm-hmm. mission was very unique. We wanted, to, we wanted to provide unique communication services that enables our client to build strong rapport and influence attitude and behavior in the society. That was our mm-hmm. mission. Mm-hmm. So all those things are clearly written out. So don't just say that I want to be successful in my business without not having vision, vision, or your purpose. Take, for example, why do you think that, um, you know, Purpose is the original reason behind the creation of the thing. So we knew that when we're building something, we need to put a purpose, vision, and mission to it. When God created the bed, God created the bed that this bed, you know, you must fly. If the bed does not fly, he hasn't achieved his purpose. So a lot of us, whatever we want to do, we need to have purpose, mission, vision. Like, what is your purpose? What are you? What are you? Why are you doing this? So it's very important. So that because when, when you face challenges, you know, like one day I went for a, 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 
a presentation to win a business. And when I got there, the lady was looking at me like, who's a small boy? You know, and I presented all the jobs that we've done. And then she said, oh, okay, thank you for coming. You guys are very, very small. We cannot handle our business. People are too wow. small and too young. Hmm. And then when she told me that thing, I hmm. left the company. I even forgot my laptop at the company hmm. because I presented. So that was how devastated I was. Hmm. You know, my 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 body, my every every part of me was shattered by that statement. Hmm. I was like, "What do you mean?" Like in my head, I didn't tell her, but in my head, I was like. Oh my goodness, like this lady just told me that we're too small to handle their business. Like this thing is, you know, I, I use the word jump gel. This thing is I can use one high to do it. Or I didn't put it in my team. Only me, one hand. Like I use one hand and one high to do it without not taking twice. You know? So I was like, wow. And I left there so devastated. Now I could have gone back to my office and I just told myself that, okay, this lady is right. We're too young to do this thing. We cannot win businesses. It's over for this company. But when I got back to my office, I went back to my vision, my mission, the reason why I created this company. I went back to the work that we've done for other people, how beautiful those works were. And I told myself that it's not me, it is them. So to summarize, answering your question is the vision, the mission, is so important. Make sure you mm. write it down. Thank you. All right. That's the, that's that's powerful. So what advice would you give aspiring entrepreneurs who are just starting out and they are very young? What advice would you give? Because I think you're you're in the right Honestly, place. I would say I I'll give them the things that I learned from Mouse Mauro because that's what you that's what you'll fall back on. It's called ten principles and it's ten keys. Right. That's that's the because if you're young, you need those ten keys. Let me not lie. One purpose, you must understand the reason of why you're doing what you're doing. We already talked about that on this podcast. Two, passion. You have to have you have to have very strong passion. And then you know I know you're asking me, so what, what does passion mean? Passion is a desire stronger than opposition, you know, and it's part of telling you that ah, man, I, I, I gotta do this stuff. I gotta do this stuff. I have to wake up without the alarm. You know, like passion just keeps you moving. Number three is planning. Like you, like you said, you wrote proposals for different businesses. Young people, you need to plan. You need to plan. You need to say that even if you don't follow the plan, still plan. Because you will fall back on it. Still plan. Because of that planning, you're planning the name of the company. How the logo will look like, how to do this, how to do that. You're putting all those things in that plan. You're putting your mission, your vision, how many staff you want, how much you want to make in a year. You're putting all those things in the plan. You're putting all your challenges, overhead costs, expenses, income, revenue. You know, you're putting all those things in that plan. So planning is really important. Then number four, principle. Like you must have, you must live by principle. If you are going to be successful, you must have your own principles, the laws that are guiding you. You know, take for example, you cannot. I, I, I'll give an example, right? And, and this is not like shame other people that do it or whatever. But if you're planning something, you know that you cannot party, you cannot drink alcohol, you cannot smoke. Like 
all those things will distract you, right? So you must have principles to say, okay, these are the things that are guiding me because this, this particular time is my time where I want to be soaked into what I'm doing. So you have to be very, very focused on that. So when somebody comes and says, ah, I'm do this. Am I in that space right now? No. Let me get this right. When you get those things right, you can now go ahead and do your party because you've achieved what you want to achieve. But you must have principles that guide you so that you stay focused, you know, where you're trying to be successful. The other thing, and I think we mentioned this before, people, you need people, mentors. Maybe not even mentors. For people that you call friends, you must have friends that are multipliers. Don't have friends that will subtract, you know, or that will distract and subtract from your dream. Don't have friends that will divide from you or confuse you. You must have people that will add value to your dreams, people that will multiply to your dream. You know, so it could be through books. We said it before. It could be through audio books, through podcasts like this. This podcast is is is, is your friend because you're learning something from it. So if I were you, I'll I'll make sure I, I listen to this podcast almost all the time. And not just do that. I also share to my other friends to also listen to the podcast so that they can multiply mm-hmm. to their dreams and keep them motivated. Right. Number six, you must be persistent. Like you know, you must insist on getting what you want. You must insist on getting your dream. Yes, you've lost everything. People left you. People, people disappointed you. But never, never lose your dream. So persistence is when you decide that no matter what, I'm coming back. So you must have that as young people because it's going to happen. Somebody that you trust will betray you. Your friend will go back behind you to go and deal with that your clients and collect the job. Your staff will, will go back and say, oh, our, our company does not do it. You can talk to me personally. Hmm. Uh, what is, the, uh, your staff will even give you a personal account and siphon money through their account. And then, you know, so all these things will happen. Trust me, even if you have the best system in the world, these things will happen. People, people can crack any system. It's going to happen. But persistence is going back and saying, no matter what happens, I'm coming back. Hmm. Number seven, patience. Nobody is successful in a day or a year. Uh-huh. So there is no, if I do this, I do that. And I, I know we as human, <laughs> even when I'm talking to you, I'll tell you, ah, when I do this, I do that, now we'll make this money. Of course. Hmm. It's by planning, right? by forecasting. But it's not facts. What if I do everything and not make that money? So you must understand. The power of patience. No one is successful in a day. Patience is postponing the fulfillment of pleasures. Patience is just working while you're waiting. You know, you're doing what you're doing consistently, you know, and then it's going to happen. So don't be frustrated, just have patience. Life is not a pleasant place. Number eight. Perseverance. Mm. I've talked about this, so I'm mm. going to skip number eight. I'm not going to say that. Number nine, posterity. Mm. Mm. To be successful as young people, you also have to think for other young people. That's when posterity comes in. So what the, let, me, let me repeat that. Number nine principle you must have is posterity thinking. You must be able to think as young people so that you can provide for the next young people. And that's what's going to make you successful. Take, for example, this podcast that we're, that we're using right now, this app we're using, somebody sat down, thought about it, and then now 
using it. So person might be a young person. I don't know the owner of the app, but I'm sure the person might be a young person. Hmm. A young yeah. person thought about this app, and then we young people are also using it. So to be successful as young people, you have to think for other young people to make their life easy. Success is measured by what you do for others. So you have to think about your dreams and then think about transferring it to help other people. So that's what's going to make you successful. And then lastly, prayer. This is the most important one. Prayer is daily consulting to that one person that gave you, you know, your purpose, your passion and all that. So you have to always go back to say, God, hope I'm doing what, what you called me yet to do. I've done this, I've done that. Have, you know, so just pray about your next steps. Oh, I said, go into this meeting, go before me. You know, if you believe, that's, you know, that's whatever you believe in. If you believe, you know, whatever religion that you believe in, you know, just communicating to whatever you believe in, it also works. It can also help. So, but, so those are the things that I will say that, you know, people should have. And then I'll also say is that one last thing, which might contradict all the things I've been saying, will be that do not seek success. Don't long for success. Seek to become a person of value, and then success will come. Person of value, that's powerful. <laughs> that's very powerful because value yeah. itself is very important, you know. Because, what because about, it, yeah. yes, because it is your yeah, gift yeah. that would mm -hmm. attract people to you. Okay. So, sure, you know, know that you are not born for yourself, you are born for people, right? So, so your gift is what you to seek to become personal value, and then you'll see how people just become. Like, for example, now, I, I, one of the things I wanted to do this year, 2024, was to put my page on private, which I did. I put my page on private. I've always been a public person. Like, people can follow me. Can, I put my page on private. And then this morning, or so, you know, or, uh, at some point, maybe yesterday, I was, I was checking through my Instagram and I saw that I have 80 follow requests, you know, and I was like, wow, wow. people want to follow me this bad, like, you know, so I was going through each of the profile. Once I see one person that just opened the account in 2024, I just delete, I don't even, I say ignore, you know, and I'm accepting other people who I feel like were genuine because I don't know, I don't want people to come and be stalking my page, you know, mm. and I wanted to just make sure I, I, I so. My point is that if you're not a person of value, people will not come to you. People will not even follow you. Mm -hmm. But when they see that, mm, I like what this guy used to post. I like the fact that sometimes he posts about his family, and then he posts about his friends. But he also posts sometimes, he posts about money, investments, and like that, you know. People will follow that. So I just say, you know, become a person of value. Then you will attract success. So become a person of value. So now, how were you able to build a strong team around you to support your entrepreneurial journey? Because I know that is very, very important for any entrepreneur. You know, you need an extra hand. To go out. Yes. I don't even think I successfully built a strong team. I feel I feel that's it. So I can't even give tips and advice on it because I feel I feel like I feel that's it. And the reason why I feel that is because 
all, all the things I said about people betraying and all that, it happened to me. So mm. I cannot give you advice on how to do that, right? Because I failed at it. So the only thing that I can say is that the failure has brought me in a way to understand that there is something I need to do. There's something I need to put in check. But also, mm. it's, it, it's personal to all, all, all the people that you bring on board. Like mm. you can you can have a good system, you will track all your emails, you will track all the things. But if someone says that they want to really be a bad person, they'll be a bad person. You know? So so this question is really tough for me to answer because I feel personally that I feel that it is. Um at some point I I did it. I you know, people betrayed me, I let all those people go, I rehired new people. But I think the cycle never stops. I don't know if it's just the greediness that comes with Nigerian people, you know, because again, like I said, where you have your businesses also matter. Like the country itself is very tough. So people are looking for ways to be very dubious, right? So people are looking for ways to, you know, they're like, oh, this young boy that's making all the millions, let us steal from mm-hmm. him, <laughs> you know? So, uh-huh. because they see the money coming through, like, we, we, you know, we, we do this budgeting together. When it comes to like what we do, like PR, we do the plan to the best. So my staff can know how much you know is coming in, so they can see it. So you know, uh, and you know that it's just crazy because I feel like when people are exposed to such figures, they start to you know, if you don't have personal, personal, what's the word now? Uh, that what failed me. But people just need to be contented with what you already have and not put eyes on other people's um, stuff. Um, so honestly, this is so hard for me to answer. I feel like you'll make those mistakes. The only thing that you can do is to keep hiring, put some system in place that can help people be better, you know, which is, what, which is, which is the steps I'm taking, you know, is find a way to hire people, so what I told myself is, I'm not going to hire personally anymore. I think I'm a bad, um, I'm very bad at hiring. You must also come into terms with what you're bad at. <laughs> so I, I think that when it comes mm-hmm. to hiring, I, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know how to do it because I go in there with emotion. If you share me a story mm-hmm. of how you lost a job and everything, I'm like, you got it. I'm not going, mm-hmm. I'm not going to ask you a question. So, mm-hmm. you know, but... To run businesses that will be successful, you cannot do that. So one of the steps I took or that I'm taking is to outsource my hiring needs to other mm-hmm. people. So I let them I outsource the hiring needs to other people so I can see how they would hire people. And I don't know these people. So there is no sentiment. So people that are coming are people that were hired by other people and then will work from there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So no sentiment, nothing, nothing. Everybody comes to do the work. And that's it, you know. So that's the steps I've taken, which I think that could be an advice, depending on what your situation is. So when you see your situation, this is the part where you need to have a mentor so you can take all your problems to them and they can advise you on what to do. Mine was the situation of bad hire, and I had to outsource it going forward. I had to say, Timmy, you cannot hire people because you're very bad at this. So there you go. That's someone else fix your hiring problem. So that's the <laughs> that, thing. That, that's a good thing. The fact that you just been honest about it. 
and you understand oh, the fact. Be honest now. You, you know mm-hmm. this thing. You, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To and, be successful, and, you have to be honest with yourself. There's something that you don't yeah. know. So mm-hmm. only you can. You can You can have a network. Take for example, you can have a network, and then some other person will have the communication skills and all that, or marketing skills and all. You have to come to tell yourself that ah, I think I'm very good at networking, but I need someone who will join a company that will be good at this other. Like you have to know that you have to know what you're doing. That you know. Mm-hmm. So and they come to that realization. But yeah. Mm. So that's what, that's the mistake I've made. You know, I'm always wanting to be family, but I've come to realize that we're actually not family. So you have to you have to realize that you have to understand that you're not family. You're mm. work colleagues. Mm. So why you want to build? Why you want to put people first before profits? You must set, you must set some, you know, some rules in place. Yes, people before profit is what we call after. That's the mandate. But again, you're not family, you're work colleagues. And you must set those rules in place so that nobody, you know, go against those rules. So yeah, well, you mentioned family, but I have to point that out because that's, that's one of my biggest mistakes. What role does networking and building relationship play in your entrepreneurial success along the, the years? Yeah, so I think it, it, it plays a huge role because that's how you get a job. I remember when I got my first job, it was someone I worked with. It was my colleague in, in, the, in, in the company where I worked from 9 to 5. You know, we worked at the same company together. She had left the company. I had left the company to start my own company. She went to another company. And one day I was driving in this popular um, bridge in West Africa, which is called Milan Bridge in Lagos. And I received a call from her and she's like, Oh, Timmy, where are you? I'm like, Oh, I'm happy And she was like, Oh, but that's fine right now because I have a job for you. I was like, Woo, look at that. And she, she, told, she told me that time, I was like, hmm. oh, Yeah, sure. Total money, 1.2 million. Oh, wait. And I'm like, I've never been on my before. <laughs> yeah. And, but now, that was my relationship. Because when I was working at the five with her, we, she knew my talent. She knows what I'm capable of doing. Like, she trusts my work. And then when she tried that, I started a company. She was happy to give me the gig. That's how we got the gig. It was a big gig. It was with a popular company, Nigeria MTN Foundation. You know, that was big for us, like first major client for our business, right? Was huge. You know, mm. and then we started doing it back to back for them. So the money was consistent, you know, for a while. So um and then the other job that I got was someone that called me and said, Oh Timmy, I saw that you started your company. Oh I have this person, you help me manage this, you know, show and this event. I was like, Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's it. So it's really important that you sort of view that network because those are the people that will get you a job. You know, people offer people. Like you know, people really want to give you the job. So you cannot say, Oh, I'm, I'm on my own. You have to let people know that this is where you are now. So that they can also help you and all that. So networking is very, very important. It's very, very and highly important. And also, even you. We have social media network. So as well as having network, network, networking with people, you also have to use social media network to your advantage. 
So you have to share about what you do on social media. You have to share about what you do on, on Twitter, which is now called X. You have to share what you do on LinkedIn. You have to share what you do everywhere so that people who can see all these things can they say, oh, I saw this guy. I know this guy. I can do this thing for you. So social media is an empower, mm. you know, it's going to empower you to reach more people. So aside all the friends that you know, you know, I know that you know, see me, I know, you know, then use social media to your own advantage, like sharing your good work. You know, and, and do all. One of the things that I've also done, you know, which is not like, I, I didn't use the platform, but I remember one time when I, when I shared testimony in church, I, after I shared a testimony in church, I got some more businesses because people that were in the church were looking for someone that does that thing. So imagine if I don't share that testimony in church that day. And I, you know, and I was like, oh, so th- this year was a good year for me. I did a PR for Lavin, for the video, for the like, oh, you're a PR guy. Come on. That's a, that's another avenue, you know. So uh and I, I was able to get it from that. So you just have to be, you know, you have to improve your networking, you have to understand where you need to be, at what time you need to be there, and, and make an advantage of it, right? You have to be able to track up conversations. Hey, how are you? Oh, I see that you're into this. What's your challenge so far? How's it going? Oh, can I have a number? Let us talk. You know, you also have, like I said, become a person of value. Don't just be taking on people. You know, you have to also impact, you know, in their own life. Give them something. Give them two, two tips on how they can do one thing that you, know, you guys get paid to do, you know. So, for example, there was one time that I, I sent out a free, I did a free ebook for people to do their PR by themselves. Normally, I would not do that because I need people to come to me to do their PR. But I need people, you know, free ebook to know how to do their PR by themselves. And people appreciated it. But if they want much more, then they will come to me. So you have to be able to also use that, yeah. use that as well. But yeah. All right. <laughs> Thank you for coming around. And uh, so I want you to give me just your final words or inspiration for, uh, for entrepreneurs. Before we go to them, yes, let me give you my final words from Lynn Mosmore. Honestly, Mosmore is a, I'm sure from this conversation, you, could, you can tell that I'm a true. I can figure it out. <laughs> I have so many books, so many books. I listen to wow. so many audios. Like, I'm a big fan. So, I'm going to give you one thing that I heard from one of these audios that I listened to, you know, and 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 and. You know, it, it started with questioning people that were in the room. He said that, do you know that the symmetry is the weirdest place on earth? You know, because there in the symmetry are books that were never written. You know, in the symmetry, there are music that we never heard. There were poetry that were never being read. In the symmetry, there are dreams that died as nightmares. In the graveyard, there are schools that never opened. There were great men who died as alcoholics, you know. So sure. the graveyard sure. is so wealthy. And then the charge is that mm. you mm. should not take your dream to the graveyard because we all have awesome treasure in us. Yeah. Don't take yeah. your dreams. Don't take your books. Don't take your vision. Don't take your ideas to the symmetry. We all need to die empty. So if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a young person that you're listening to this, my goal is for you to disappoint the symmetry. 
we all need to die like a man that says that I have finished the race and I have kept the faith and I'll see you at the top. So you, wherever you are right now, you have a dream. This is 2024. You want to start a business. It's so challenging. This is the time for you to disappoint the symmetry. Everything you've heard in this podcast, write it out, take advantage, go on YouTube, watch videos. Make that step. Take that step today. You know, take that step towards your future. Take that one step towards your future. And I'll see you at the top. And that brings us to the end of another captivating episode of Winner Circle. Encourage you to apply all the strategies. Um, just keep keep staying to the winner circle. Keep listening to our show. Uh, thank you for joining us today. Um, until next time, keep striving, keep dreaming, and always remember that you have the power to create your own winning path. So, follow, like, and subscribe. This is the second of the Yeah, it works, it works.